They're crazy, they're zany, and just plain nuts, but they love Jesus. America's Keswick and all of you. Here are the hosts of the Bob and Bill podcast, Robert Hayes and Bill Welty. to kind of give people some history about America's Keswick, some of the buildings and things like that. And one of our oldest buildings on property is the homestead. So what's kind of the history behind this? Well, we thought in episode 26, we would give a virtual tour yeah. because almost every building on this property has a story. Yeah. This is where the story first started. This was at a sawmill. Okay. And William Ross, our founder, uh, also founded the Whosoever Gospel Mission in Philadelphia, which is still in existence. And God placed a burden on his heart to find a place back in the 1800s where he could get men out of the hustle and bustle of city life. Mm -hmm. And he found this property, and uh, it's an amazing story. So on September 25th, 1897, William Rose gathered his family and his staff and they went into the old homestead. Wow. They had a Bible study from the book of Philippians. Okay. And then this is kind of a cool story for you. So what happened when they came out? Well, they had a, a little portable organ on the wagon, correct? And they brought that out and they played, uh, someone played All Hail the Power of Jesus' Name and they sang that song. And after they sang All Hail the Power of Jesus' Name, William Rose asked his friends and his family to pool their resources, and, and they had a dollar eighty-seven. That's and more than that's, I have today. Right, that's right. true, and that's what started the whole process of Amazing. the colony of mercy being born on this property. And as the story goes, William Rose uh, went to the bank. Uh, he was sort of distressed because he didn't have money. Mm -hmm. And when he got to the banker's office, the lawyer and the banker said that they, they couldn't begin the transaction because there was missing paperwork. And so he left, got outside, was really excited because he didn't have the money. Right. But he had gone to the train station and met a man at the train station and shared his vision. And 30 days later, when he went back to settlement, he still didn't have the money. And he decided to go to the post office box and check his mail. And inside that post office box was a check for the balance of what he needed for the property purchase. Wow. So this has been one miracle story after another. So if Katie can turn around, th this little bungalow, which that was where a number of his staff lived until they started to put up the buildings. And then our colony chapel, which was put up in the 1950s. That's not the original building. The original building was in this field right here. It was an old wooden structure. Wow. It served its purpose, but termites got in. <laughs> right. And eventually the thing just collapsed. Yeah. And the colony men were instrumental in putting up that new structure, which the guys use every Sunday morning, every Sunday And they Sunday just redid the pews. Yes, the pews yeah. I hear look terrific. Yeah. And that's probably one of my favorite buildings to yeah. just go in. It's quiet. And then oftentimes you walk in there and there will be men in there praying or mm -hmm. reading the Bible. And, and so you do. When you walk place. in there, you feel legacy. 
Like it's got, it's, it just has that, that, you know, that feeling in there, which is so special to have. Mm-hmm. It's pretty incredible. And when you think of the great men of God that have shared God's word from that pulpit and been teaching the men, Pastor Bill Rawls, uh, Pastor Hibbard, mm-hmm. and now we're grateful to have Pastor Rose and Pastor Lang share. Uh, God does some mighty things in that building. And it's really cool. I think of Chris Thompson in England. Yeah. He talked about when he decided to walk out of the colony in the middle of the night when nobody was watching and uh, just basically laid down on the floor and told God, I'm not getting up from here until you do something in my life. So it all began September 25th, 1897 in this homestead and the rest is history. But we got some more stories to tell. All right, let's go. So let's go. Okay, Bill and Robert, we're now at Victory Hall, and I'm so excited for you to share this story because this story is so crazy and bizarre and how God moved the pieces. So what is the story of Victory Hall? Well, this was the first building that we used for conferences. Our first summer conference was in 1924, and this building came in 1923. Okay. It was originally a hotel in Bristol, Pennsylvania called the Victory Hotel. It was donated to America's Keswick. It was dismantled board by board, uh, put on a train, and delivered to Col- to America's Keswick, and then it was reconstructed. reconstructed. It's amazing. And when, when I first came, this had like dark, what do they call them, shaker? Like cedar shakes. Cedar shakes. Yeah. yeah. And, and it, cedar shake siding, which, yeah. So it looks like that now, only it's vinyl. Yeah. I remember Ken Brown, our director of maintenance, it was like there was no vision for this building. And I remember him saying the best thing that could happen to Victory Hall is one of the planes from Lakehurst coming over <laughs> and abs- accidentally going, whoops. But, but for whatever reason, God has preserved and protected this building. Mm-hmm. The, the structure is amazing, just the story of it getting here and, and having it reassembled. But I think what's really exciting is how many people have told me their stories of after a conference meeting, I was in Victory Hall, Mm -hmm. and it was in Victory Hall, room such and such, that I gave my heart and life to Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. Uh, One of those stories was Betty Stamp. Mm -hmm. She she and her husband were missionaries in China, and they were both uh, executed for their faith. And Betty Stamp shares the story that it was in Victory Hall that she surrendered her heart and life to Jesus Christ. So, and, and we do... For over 50 years, we hosted uh, a youth event for the Methodist Youth Advance. Mm -hmm. And it was really cool hearing youth pastors these last 10 or 15 years that shared stories about when they were a student, Mm -hmm. when they were here for the conference, it was in Victory Hall that they gave their heart and life to Jesus Christ. And they're now back serving as youth pastors in the churches. So there's a lot of amazing history. This is the building where Families for Christ Mm-hmm. comes on a monthly basis and they they stay here our summer staff is housed in this building so uh, disciples a lot of different our disciples and interns yeah. that is, are, are staying in this building yeah the amount of ministry that's happened in this building over the years it's one of those it's one of the buildings where if these walls could talk the stories they could tell uh, which is a testament to what god has done here for 120 plus years and again think about how god has provided for this building i mean the siding. Yeah. We never ever dreamed that we could afford siding. Yep. 
And then this building was the only building on property for a conference guest that didn't have air conditioning. And I remember for years having, that could never happen. It was never a possibility. Yeah. And then God did a work. And yeah. I mean, it was an astounding amount of money that needed to be raised. Mm-hmm. But, but the Lord brought in the money, so it's air conditioned. And now. And now brand new bathrooms. Amazing this is, bathrooms. This is the only building for our guests that does not have private baths connected to the room. So if you could have seen the bathrooms before yeah. <laughs> they were renovated. Some of you have. But again, what was really neat was when they were, uh, what's the word? Demolition. Demolished. Demolishing yeah. those bathrooms. Yeah. I mean, to look at that original wood yeah. to see what it looked like when it was reassembled was, was really cool. Yeah. So, you know, like when you folks pray and you give, there's life transformation taking place because of what was heard in the auditorium. Mm-hmm. And then they come over here and they have an opportunity to think about what God has been saying to them. It's just amazing. It's awesome. So let's, we got another building show. Okay, All right, let's go. All right, so we are now right by St. Memorial Lodge, SML for some of our folks. Um, again, this story has just as much history as some of our other buildings. So what is it? Well, Pastor Bill Ross had a vision for ministering to families. And so this was the first building that was made available. The rooms were, you know, looked like this was top of the line yeah, back when it was built. Uh, it's a little outdated, but yet it's still used. But the story behind this building is incredible. Uh, St. Memorial Lodge. Let's, let's walk over here, Katie. So the five rooms in St. Memorial Lodge are named after the five martyred missionaries who were killed by the Alka Indians. Hmm. And uh, Nate Saint was an amazing guy. And there's a lot of connection with his family. His, uh, his uncle Phil was an artist. I think I got that right. I'll have to double check. Someone that. will correct Somebody you. will correct. Yeah. One of the historians <laughs> will correct me. But but the Saint family had an incredible. They grew up on summer staff here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rachel Saint was a part of summer staff. In fact, one day we'll tell the story of the Ross Memorial Building that burnt down, mm. and Rachel was the one who went and rescued the one guest who was in the Ross Memorial when that fire occurred. But she served. With the Aka Indians after the fact, hmm. but what I love about the Saint family is how God used that family and continues to use the family. Nate Saint's wife Marge had an incredible ministry over the years, uh, teaching the Bible, and she married Dr. A. Vanderpoy, who was the president of HCJB for many years. Their son Steve is in full-time ministry. And he has a ministry called ITECT. And so through the years, missions have been a major part of the Saint family. Mm -hmm. In fact, there's a great, the end of the Spear movie is Mm -hmm. about the story of the five martyred missionaries. Mm -hmm. And Steve actually got to meet the Alka Indian who speared his father and took his life. Mm -hmm. And it's just an incredible story. And if you just sort of walk down through the rooms here, These guys were just as important. Uh, James Elliott, whose wife was Elizabeth Elliott, wow. 
Anne Elizabeth Elliot talks about the transformation that took place in her life here in America's Keswick and how God used her in an amazing way. And then this was in memory of Roger Guderian. And this is in memory of Edward McCauley. So there's a lot of amazing history tied into this building to represent the stories of these men who gave their lives hmm. because they believed that God wanted them to reach the Alka Indians. Hmm. So it's, it's a cool story. It's amazing. It's and really cool. uh, again, there's we could tell you funny stories about this building, yeah. which I will not tell because guys <laughs> like Erwin Lutzer may be watching. <laughs> I think we should tell the story. Okay, go for it. I mean, I'll get in trouble. Erwin Lutzer, I love him, uh, from Moody Church, tells a story that he spoke over in Saint, in the Rose Auditorium and came back to his room here, opened the door, sat down on the bed, reached back to stretch, and felt two legs. <laughs> and uh, it was in his room. It was the room of one of our guests who happened to be also one of our board members. <laughs> they shall remain nameless. So there are a lot of really cool stories about SML. Yeah, that's amazing. St. Memorial Lodge. And it's still being used for our conference guests, yeah. our guests that come here for weekend retreats. It's exciting. It is. I, what I love even about taking time to highlight some of these things is these aren't now just monuments to the past. Still to this day, these buildings are used to continue on the legacy that happened so many years ago and lives are still being changed. Lives are still being impacted still to this day, which I think is a testimony to what God is doing in Keswick overall. And, and I think the next thing is, you know, like we're, we're sort of in this new, trying to figure out what this new normal looks like. Because we don't know what conference ministry is going to look like moving forward. Prior to COVID-19, we talked about what, what is the vision for the future mm -hmm. because we've sort of outgrown this building yeah. in reaching families. Mm -hmm. And so it's going to be exciting to see what God's going to do in the future. One of the things that you and Katie did was you went through the property to share with our guests some of the projects mm -hmm. that we accomplished this year because friends gave yeah. and prayed and so we're going to just invite them to watch this little video clip it'll be exciting you'll get to see those bathrooms in victory hall that's right so let's watch well hello we are so excited that you're joining us online but listen it's memorial day weekend you would normally be here uh but we're kind of lonely right now but we wanted to let you know that even though our campus has been empty we have been hard at work doing everything we can to make our environments better for you so one of the projects we've worked on is updating our Roz dining room. We have added new carpeting and painted and lighting. Again, we are so excited to see this dining room full again with you. So we're gonna take a couple minutes to kind of go throughout the campus and show you things that we've been working on and let us know what you're excited about, what you're excited to experience during this time. Hi everyone, so one of my favorite parts about America's Keswick is being able to sit out on the porch and look at this great view and we have brand new furniture that we're gonna be able to enjoy whenever you guys are able to come and I'm super excited to see you guys soon. Okay, one of the other things that we've been able to complete is our Victory Hall bathrooms. Probably the last time you were here, we only had two finished, but now the entire building's finished. So let's come. I mean, it's kind of weird, right, giving a tour of a bathroom, but we have brand new showers and sinks and stalls. We, this is so nice. So if you've ever stayed in a Victory Hall 
Roz or Victory Hall bathroom, hall bathroom. Um, this is such a nice upgrade. So again, we can't wait for you to actually be here to enjoy these bathrooms. Mm -hmm. All right, so during the summer, we're normally in our Roz Auditorium building. You've probably been here before, but we're really excited. We have updated our bathroom. So come, come take a look. We have this new like bright paint color. We have like diaper changing stations. We have a lot of our partners work really hard to make these bathrooms look nice. So again, we can't wait for you to be here to enjoy them. So let's continue on. So we're continuing our tour and we're here at the beachfront. And I don't know about you guys, but this is one of my favorite places to just sit and read or my friends like to go in the lake while I just sit back and watch them. But someone donated this very large beach chair for us which is gonna be a great addition to our beach front. Okay, so we have been really excited that we've been able to welcome back our seasonal campers. We finally have some people on property, but during this time, another thing we were able to do was add our blend all around the campground. If you've ever stayed in the campground or tried to drive your RV back here, on the old road, it was crazy bumpy and stuff, but now it's nice and smooth. So again, we can't wait to have you back here to be able to drive on these nice smooth roads in the Keswick campground. So we haven't just been busy making improvements to the conference and in the ministry. We've also been working hard and making updates to addiction recovery. So right now we are in the Colony of Mercy dining room and we've worked hard. We've replaced the lighting. We have a new TV here. So for when people are speaking, they use PowerPoint stuff. We've redone the carpet. Again, painting, it's, it's really nice looking. So for those of you that have been in the dining room before, you know this is a big upgrade and we're excited for the men of the program to be able to enjoy this brand new dining room. Okay, so that's just a taste of some of the improvements we've been working on while you haven't been here during this season of COVID-19. So again, we are so excited to have you back on property to be enjoying these things. So that's it for the updates. We're thankful for you. Now let's get back to the program. From the guilt 
that I carry from the dull, empty life I'm free. For when I met Jesus, He made me complete. He forgot the foolish man I used to be. the fears of tomorrow. I'm free from the guilt of the past. Oh, I've traded my shackles for Bob, I don't know about you, but I'm exhausted. <laughs> After all that walking around the grounds and checking out the buildings and then having David close with that amazing psalm, I'm free. Amazing what, words. What a fitting song for where we are in our country right now. But more importantly, I mean, that's the testimony of every colony grad in Barbara's Place student. Every one of us. Set free. Yep. And it all started at that homestead that we looked at earlier today. We depend on friends like you to support this ministry with your gifts and with your prayers. Your gift for addiction recovery today is more important than it's ever been before. So I want to encourage you, you can call 1-800-453-7942, or you can give online by visiting our website at www.americaskeswick.org. Hey, we look forward to seeing you on Monday at 1.30 Facebook Live with Robert and Joyce Hayes. Have a wonderful weekend. God bless you. If you enjoyed today's podcast, let us know. Write us at bewealthy at americaskeswick.org, or it'll be in the description below. If you'd like to learn more information about America's Keswick, you can visit our website at www.americaskeswick.org. Join us every Wednesday and Friday at 2.30 for the next edition of the podcast. I'm Zach. And I'm Tyler. And have a good and godly day.